Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. Free speech is under assault like never before. Freedom is under attack more now than ever before. Because radical doesn't mean crazy. Hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15. With the help of the media, big tech, and the global elite, the left is attempting to seize control of my generation. It's time to fight back. It's time to let freedom ring. Hello, everybody. Boy, that was a Super Bowl. Um, you know, first shout out to Matthew Stafford for being the first Georgia quarterback to win a Super Bowl as a starter, I think maybe ever. Um, but I remember watching the Super Bowl and I was texting my uh, my buddy and he put um, on Snapchat, I believe it was, uh, something about, let me find it so I can tell you the truth. Matt Zapond, good conservative activist up in the great state of Pennsylvania. He put, uh, is every ad tonight for electric tra- cars and crypto, which was undoubtedly true. But also every ad yet last night was for, like social justice warriors, right? Like, I, I don't know if you remember that lady, Billie Jean King, I think her name was, who um, she she did something with a coin toss or something. Um, she looked like a Karen, but supposedly she beat a man in tennis. Cool. Why does that get you on the Super Bowl? You know, why don't we get an American veteran out there, an American hero? You know, why don't we get Chris Kyle's wife? Why don't we, get, why don't we do something like that? You beat a man at tennis. Whew. Good job. And I'm sure that's going to offend somebody. Do I really care? Not really. I'm sure she's a great lady. But, and then there was that whole ad leading up to Billy Jean King, I believe her name was, that literally was just like, hey, women should play football. If you want, it's probably not recommended. But this this gets to a big problem today. It, stuff like this is being taught in the schools. I mean, as we're going to look at this thing by Campus Frontlines, uh, by Sarah Cruz at Campus Frontlines, there, there's a lawsuit about them, you know, teaching anti-Semitism. I mean, look at this sign. Criticizing Israel is not anti-Semitic. The Klan and Bannon are anti-Semitic. So according to a recent announcement from the U.S. Department of Education, an investigation into allegations of anti-Semitic teachings are being conducted at Brooklyn College. The Louis D. Brandeis Center for Human Rights under law, titled a Title IX, I think, complaint with the U.S. Department of Education last year. It was filed on behalf of two anonymous Jewish students enrolled in Brooklyn College's Master of Science in Mental Health Counseling program. Their classmates and teachers, teachers allegedly bullied them because of their Jewish heritage, according to a student who filed the complaint. Students reported that one Brooklyn professor remarked, that, quote, Ashkenzi, which is Eastern European Jews, who moved to America have become the oppressors, according to a student. When it comes to federally funded programs or activities that get federal financial aid, Title IX of the Civil Rights Act of 1964 safeguards people from discrimination based on color, race, or national origin. The professors have used their lectures and course materials to disparage Jews on the basis of race and ethnicity, 
claiming that all Jews are white and privileged and therefore contribute to systemic oppression of people of color, a claim that has been met with wide criticism. The Brandeis Center has filed a formal complaint. According to a press release um, from the Brandeis Center on February 3rd, the incidences of anti-Semitic harassment in the program were part of a long-term trend. Relegating Jewish students to separate groups because of their ethnicity was cited in the press release numerous times throughout the course. In an interview with Campus Reform, Brooklyn College spokesperson uh, Richard Pytrus criticized anti-Semitism, saying Brooklyn College clearly denounces anti-Semitism in any form, I guess, besides when the professors do it, and does not allow it on campus. The school said, quote, this is how it reads. When, it's, when it comes to an ongoing investigation, the college can't speak for itself, but is dedicated to working cooperatively with the Department of Education. There were 25% anti-Semitic incidents in the United States in the year before 2021, according to the American Jewish Committee. So that's over there at Campus Frontlines. They do great work. So we have this problem where in places like Brooklyn College, being Jewish is not respected. It's not necessarily allowed. And they want Jews, preferably, and other people, white people, Asians, to feel as if they're privileged, to feel as if what they're just wrong immediately based on the way they were born. But the left is the ones who, quote-unquote, are fighting against racism. Well, let me ask you this. Isn't it racist to think that a person born with a certain color of skin should have a harder time getting into college? Isn't it racist to think that somebody like me, who was born white, is automatically a bad person simply because I, was, I happen to be born white? The real problems in America stem not from racism, but from classism. It stems from people being born rich or born poor. I wrote an entire paper on uh, affirmative action and how it itself is racist. I'll link it down below. But we need to start combating this. Martin Luther King did not die. Did not die fighting for what he believed in for us to do this. Martin Luther King fought his entire life for inclusiveness. He fought for people to be included in, in activities. He fought for desegregation. And here recently, there have been pushes to make certain things one race or the other. At Harvard University, there were black-only graduations that white students weren't allowed to go to. Now, just 50, 60 years ago, it was vice versa. There were white-only graduations and people of color, and they couldn't go to the white-only graduations. Now, I don't know about you, but I think we should have one graduation, maybe two or three, depending on the amount of people, but have one graduation. And then everybody graduates. I mean, I graduated uh, with around 550 students at uh, Camden County High School, you know, a couple of years back. And we had one graduation. There wasn't a black graduation, a white graduation, an Asian graduation. You know, there was one graduation. Because that's how it should be. The races should be able to marry the, the idea uh, there was um, there was there was an, an article I covered a couple of years back or a couple of months back, sorry, about a white person who broke up with a white guy because he was white. He dodged the bullet. I think he dodged the bullet. Folks, I don't know where America is heading, but this is quite a scary time when we can't even have graduations when we're being taught to be anti-Semitic in classes. This is a very scary time, and I'm not sure where it's going, but we have to fight back against this. Now, of course, that's over there at the racist, you know, in New York. That's New York. That doesn't speak for everybody, and I think that's fair. Um, There's another article 
by Campus Frontlines out today, titled, uh, or that a dad was physically drugged, I guess it should have been, out of a meeting room by a security guard who was, and then removed from the room. Uh, it says a video shows a video shows that a school security agent, a school security guard, dragging a father out of a meeting of the Webster New York School Board on Tuesday night. The father had been sitting quietly and respectfully throughout the discussion. The security guard approaches the parent named David Callis, who was sitting down with a mask on and speaks to him for around four seconds. Though it isn't obvious what he says, once the man's chair is dragged backwards, the security guard grabs the back of the man's jacket and pulls him back until the jacket is totally off of him. As he faces the security guard, the man turns around. What are you doing? Yells the woman filming the footage. What are you up to? Holy bleep. It's like, oh my God, do you touch our children too? Another lady asks the security guard. As the man tries to return to his seat, a security guard gestures to the door and tries to crowd him. However, he does land on his feet after he is pushed out of his chair by a security guard who had grabbed a hold of it with one hand under the, under the other and the other on its back while the man was sitting. Security personnel, including the, man, the one who tipped the man out of his chair, pushed the man out a back door while, while he resists. What are you doing? Do this to the kids. Do you do this to the kids? Were some of the cries heard. The man has been forcibly removed, and a police officer can be seen heading out the door quietly. ROC for Educational Freedom public page released a, fa- a video of, on Facebook of a woman who attended the school board meeting claiming that the man needed urgent care after the event. I'm sure he did. She went on to say that the security guard approached the maskless man while a student was conversing in front of them. Love the school and love the superintendent. Kids are constantly brought up when there is a hot subject. Parents want to raise a concern about, she said, adding that the kids who, are, who speak clearly are hand-selected. The kids who speak are clearly hand-selected, sorry. According to the Daily Wire, Superintendent Brian Neenan of Webster County Central School District was contacted about the event, but he did not respond in time for the publication. They'll update it accordingly. Folks, if there is one thing that should be guaranteed, right? There is one thing that should be guaranteed. People, even though this may be, it doesn't matter what form of government, people in schools... School board officials, school board members, are they run, they're elected. They are servants of the people. They are servants of people like you and me. They serve at our, we t- we, they serve because we allow them to. They serve because we voted them into office, which means they serve us. They are public servants. There should be no ability to ban somebody from going and airing their grievances, which is exactly what you do at a school board meeting. You air your grievances or you give a suggestion as to what should be done, okay? But unfortunately, because the left likes to think that people like David Callis here are what they call uh, domestic terrorists, that ability is being stripped away and eroded away. We need a fight to bring it back. That is why I launched Campus Frontlines. I launched Campus Frontlines so we can get involved more and be more aggressive than some other notable organizations. The other organizations do great work. I got an email actually when I announced what I was doing and I will read that to you. Actually, I'm not going to read the name obviously, but I will read that to you. I got an email saying something along the lines of, you know, why, why not just join one of these other organizations? One, they wouldn't have me, but uh, a guy named Alan said, Noah, with all the campus groups doing good conservative work, why is yours necessary and different? Why don't you take a leadership role in well-established organizations? I've enjoyed listening, but this is curious to me. Not to be challenging, but it is, is it about your brand or is it really about making changes and a deeper impact? And 
I'm not going to lie. Obviously, this will help my brand. Not going to lie. Obviously, becoming the editor-in-chief of a news organization will help my brand. That's undoubtedly true. However, it's about making a difference. And let me tell you why. There are a lot of good organizations out there. Campus Reform, College Fix. I mean, they all do good work. There are a lot of groups in various states who do good work. There's groups right here in the state of Georgia. There's groups in Florida. Well, they don't really need them in Florida. But there's groups all over the state who do good work and who break stories and who say, hey, this is what's going on in various places. Think about it. We would have, There's a chance Terry McAuliffe would be the governor of, Georgia, of uh, Virginia right now if it wasn't for the Daily Wire. But let me tell you where my group is different, where Canvas Frontlines is different. We will not only be getting involved um, breaking these stories, we're going to be getting involved in Republican Party primaries. We're going to make sure that we endorse people who are guaranteeing they're signing a Campus Frontlines pledge that they will ban. Here, I'll read you the pledge. You want to be read the pledge? I will read you the pledge. We're going to ensure that we are fighting for students to be taught how to think, not what to think. Here is the pledge. I, blank, pledge that in my position as, blank, I will support legislation that will ban critical race theory in schools and defund schools that continue to teach critical race theory after it has been banned. And that is that is for executives, that's for governors, that's for pres- presidents, we'll get there eventually. And here is one for the legislators. It's, it's very simple. The only difference is that they will sponsor and vote for legislation. It is time to get critical race theory out of our schools. This whole cycle, where we want to work on getting critical race theory. Next cycle, we're going to work on ensuring that we rid our schools, get rid of tenure-protecting liberal monsters that some people call professors and teachers. It's important that we rid the schools of this. We need to fight back against the radical left on campus who wants to ruin, the, who wants to turn this country, quite frankly, into a socialist country. I hate to say it. I hate to say that word. A lot of people go, oh, you know, you're, you're, you're saying your opponents are socialists. Well, they are. Okay, quite frankly, if you want to treat, teach critical race theory, which is downstream, basically Marxism, downstream Marxism on a, on a scholastic level, yes, yes, I want to teach it. I, w- I want to get you out of office. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry, actually. We need to get this out of schools. I am proud to be sponsored by Doing Well Daily. Doing Well Daily is everything you need to be productive in the new year. Look, do you have a college student that you need to buy for? Maybe even a loved one who always is unorganized. Doing Well Daily created a journal, daybook, whatever you want to call it, specifically for you. Look, I've been prone to this to start something, to start uh, a planner. I've probably bought dozens of planners in my life, but when I got my Doing Well Daily daybook in the mail, I knew something was different. It feels authentic. It feels high quality for a low cost. Go over to doingwelldaily.com and show support. They're a small uh, business owned and operated right out of Atlanta, Georgia. They're not some mega, mega corporation. They don't ship on Amazon, but they do ship by hand. That is doingwelldaily.com. Whenever you can find a business that will support a conservative podcast and influencer like myself, make sure you support them. doingwelldaily.com. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So, if you've been paying attention to the news, it's obvious that there's a good chance that we could um, be going to war. Um, because of what's been going on over Ukraine. And so, we're going we're gonna to read... Um, we're going to read an opinion piece by the New York Times. I know, the opinion. And it says, Ukraine fears a full-fledged war with Russia. Can Biden avert it? The answer, probably not. There, this is not going to be a war of Ukraine and Russia. This is going to be a European war, a full-fledged war. It's going, that, those are the words of President Vladimir Zelensky of Ukraine. Are the stakes of the crisis that has enveloped enveloped the, his country, now the site of the worst diplomatic dispute between Russia and the West in decades. Over the recent months, Russia has amassed about 130,000 troops on Ukraine's borders, prompting fears of a full-scale invasion. President Biden responded to the escalation this week by ordering about 3,000 additional, additional troops into Eastern Europe, but has stressed that war is not inevitable. Quote, if Russia is sincere about addressing our respective security concerns through dialogue, the United States and our allies and partners will continue to engage in good faith, he said on Monday. How should the Biden administration go about defusing the conflict and what consequences, if any, should it impose on Russia if it fails? Here's what people are saying. So first, how did we get here? After the Soviet Union collapsed, Ukraine won its sovereignty from Russia in exchange for dismantling its nuclear arsenal and, and for decades the country aligned itself with neither Russia nor the West. In 2008, however, Ukraine's president, Viktor Yashchenko, sought membership in NATO, earning strong public support from President George W., Russia saw this development as an act of aggression. Were Ukraine to join NATO, the alliance would have would nearly have a 1,200-mile land border with Russia, a situation no major power would abide, no matter how loudly the Atlantic alliance claims to be purely defensive. In 2014, the situation escalated. In fact, I remember watching this on CNN Student News. When Yushchenko, when Yushchenko's more Russia-friendly successor was overthrown amid widespread protests, Russia responded by annexing Crimea and backing separatists into Donbas, a Russian-speaking region in eastern Ukraine. The United States, in, in turn, re reiterated its support for Ukraine's NATO candidacy and provided $2.5 billion in military aid. In recent weeks, weeks, President Vladimir Putin formally demanded that Ukraine never join NATO and that the organization withdraw troops and nuclear weapons from s former Soviet countries. The immediate aim, to be sure, is to return Ukraine to Russia's orbit. Lilia... Shevsta writes in the Times. But Putin's design gr is grand to refashion the post-Cold War settlement and the process guaranteeing the survival of Russia's personalized power system. Now, 
Here's the question. Would Russia actually invade? Some analysts and politicians doubt it. The Russian government has said repeatedly that it has no plans to launch an attack and restraint might actually be its best interest. Europeans and Ukrainians believe that a hybrid strategy involving military presence on the border, weaponization of energy, and flows of cyber attacks will serve him better than a hot war. Even Krostev, a political scientist, wrote in the Times, by hardening the conflict, Mr. Putin could cohere his opponents holding back, by contrast, could have the opposite effect. The policy of maximum pressure short of an invasion may end up dividing and paralyzing NATO. Here's the case for peace through strength. To some commentators, the United States has a moral imperative to do everything it can, short of mounting a ground war in Ukraine to combat Russian aggression. And not just because Biden made a campaign promise to hold the Putin regime accountable for its crimes. Weakness makes conflict more likely, not less likely, Jim Garrity argued in the National Review. If Putin concludes the U.S. and NATO isn't really willing to strain itself to defend applicant country Ukraine, he might conclude the U.S. and other NATO states like Germany wouldn't really have come to the aid of the member like Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania. This could set off a domino effect. A more aggressive response would also serve the interest of the Ukrainian people. Dmitry Kuleba, Ukraine's foreign affairs minister, has argued in a December foreign affairs piece, he called on the Biden administration to take three steps to safeguard Ukraine's independence. Make it plain to Russia that Ukraine is a member is a future member of both the European Union and NATO and that its sovereignty is non-negotiable, prepare to enact sanctions in the worst-case scenario of an invasion, provide more military assistance to Ukraine, including ammunition and air missile defenses. Ukraine's goal is simple, peace through strength, he wrote. For now, the United States and its European allies should talk to Putin to win time while strengthening Ukraine to the extent that Russia will simply have no feasible military option for invading it. Now, here's the truth. Here's what we need to do. And I hate to say that this is very obvious. We we need Trump back. But the idea that anybody is scared of America right now is absolutely crazy. It's absolutely crazy. I mean, here's, here's the fact of the matter. Here's the fact of the matter. They see Ukraine... They see, they see what happened in Afghanistan and go, there is in no way any chance that Biden is competent enough to fight against Russia. If we couldn't fight people who use leaves for toilet paper, how could we even potentially fight against people who actually know what they're doing? Russia would be the biggest military opponent that we have faced in decades, if not since World War II probably. We need to be worried about this because, you know, here's the fact of the matter. I'm not worried about Russia. I think we'd win overall, but I will tell you this. I will tell you this. It looks scary when the person running the show is, is, is Sleepy Joe, who is not very smart. I need you to head over to built.com. That's B-U-I-L-T dot com. Look, I'm going to be honest with you. These last couple of months, I have been working out more than I can tell you. I've been trying to get my beach body ready. That way I can look good on the beach next year or just in general. And I think you and I could always benefit from more protein. That is why I was ecstatic when Built.com reached out to me and offered to sponsor this show. They sent me a bunch of free merchandise and a bunch of free protein bars and i must tell you even though they were free which is my favorite type of protein bar they were 
delicious. They're all I eat. Even if they quit sponsoring the show, they will be all that I eat. My favorite bar is probably the double chocolate. However, the coconut marshmallow is a new bar. Delicious. Blueberry muffin. Delicious. Mint brownie. Delicious. So I need you to head on over to built.com. And when you do, you're going to need to put in the code let freedom ring. That's L-E-T-F-R-E-E-D-O-M-R-I-N-G.com. When you do that, you will get 12% off your order. Again, built.com, B-U-I-L-T.com, promo code let freedom ring. They're a good company that definitely all of this stuff is stuff that I would recommend to my friends and family. In fact, I do. So make sure you go over and give them a try. Yeah, definitely go give them a try. It's, they're a great company. Um, I want to, so everybody, you, you have to be living under a rock to not know what's going on um, in Canada. And so I want to, I want to play this clip of uh, Jen Psaki recently talking about, uh, talking about uh, the potential of freedom convoy um, in the U.S., So um, we're going to play that here in just a moment. But um, it appears I didn't have a cord plugged in, so we can't play it yet. Just click through here and you... Um, yeah, so everybody knows about the Freedom Convoy, and there's a, this is... Uh, I think it should happen, personally, quite frankly. Sort of alleviate that, the trade issues that you raised in that call. And more broadly, is the White House or is the government preparing for any kind of similar um, types of, of demonstrations here? Yeah, so two different questions. So let me try to answer them both. So uh, we have continued, obviously, the president speaking with Prime Minister Trudeau about this as part of our effort. But our team, uh, Liz Sherwood, Dr. Liz Sherwood-Randall, other members of our administration have been in close touch with their Canadian counterparts over the last few days uh, about how to address this blockade and the challenge it is posing to uh, the supply chain. I mean, fundamentally, how we view this is that the impact of these protests, while we certainly believe in peaceful protest, uh, is impacting, has the potential to impact, and this is why we are very focused on this, communities, workers being able to travel back and forth across the bridge who are going to work, who may work on different sides of the border, the ability to get food on the table to American families, to get auto parts, to manufacturers who are trying to make vehicles. So this is whatever their intended stated purposes, this uh, effort is, is going to have, has the potential to have a huge impact on workers and the American public. But to go back to your question, uh, we are in very close contact with Canadian officials. We've also taken steps to uh, help um, uh, 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 detour uh, routes so that a number of these trucks can move in different routes and be able to cross the border. So for example, uh, while the Windsor Detroit Ambassador Bridge continues to remain closed. Uh, Port Huron is fully operational. Customs and Border Patrol is rerouting traffic to Port Huron where all nine commercial lanes are open. The Detroit Windsor Tunnel is open, which is a way that um, individuals who are trying to work on different sides of the border are able to travel as well. And Secretary Mayorkas has also spoken with local officials uh, in affected and potentially affected states, as has Secretary Buttigieg has been deeply involved with this as well. On your second question, so there you have it. The White House is preparing for this. Now, I want to tell you that just here I here recently, um, there has been a freedom convoy in Israel. Here is, uh, it's spreading globally. I, it's only a number of days before this happens in America. I guess I should say a number of time. I don't know if it'll be tomorrow. I don't know when it'll be. They don't tell me things. Here is actually 
Um, here, here, here's a video posted by Dinesh um, that you should listen to. I was well, using Google Analytics. But um, we need a freedom convoy. What you just heard are hundreds. It looks like hundreds of people that that is that are ready for freedom in Israel. Israel, they have like you have to get like two boosters now. I think you have to have like four if I, to even like breathe. It, it is crazy what's going on in Israel. Um, and I'm gonna play this last video, and then we'll, we'll talk about this for a little bit, and then we'll get into one of our last topics. So this is um. Listen to this. Ladies Again, and gentlemen. Ad. Why are there so many ads today? I just don't understand it at all. Um, but yeah, so so this needs to happen. This needs to happen. We need to fight for freedom. It's been two years since we've had freedom. Listen to this. We got three options. Tell me, tell me if I'm wrong, but I'm going to take the three options. If you have another one, just raise your hand and I'll give you the mic. So we have option one. Leave our cars here, park them, get out, stand in front of the intersection, lock arms, no one's going nowhere. <laughs> or we got option two. We can pack this all up and, oh. and become a rollout like no. we all do a, no. a slow no. okay? Or we got option three. We send up a white flag and we never get an no. opportunity again. So, as you just heard, they have no, um, they have no thought process about stopping anytime soon, as they shouldn't. They're inspiring global pushes for freedom. Now, when we come back after these ads, we're going to talk about you know the Super Bowl a little bit more and the mask of celebs and basically their hypocrisy, which is something that I always like to talk about. Celebrity hypocrisy is something that. I really enjoy. I think I could be a celebrity hypocrisist who studies celebrity celebrity hypocrisy. I've learned basically whenever they're breathing, they're being hip oh critical. I am proud to be sponsored by Patriots Craftsman. Patriots Craftsman is the leading American-made patriotic decoration company. You can get pens, you can get coasters, you can get motivational signs, you can get door hangers, you can get everything. I mean, right now I'm on their website right here. And I see a USA door hanger 13 by 23 for $46. And they have it set up where you can pay in payments. If you can't afford that all at once, they are a great company to support because not only are they a conservative company, which means they support your conservative ideals. You don't have to worry about them canceling people like you and I, because as you and I know, it's really hard to get conservatives uh, sponsored 
in this day and age in the age of cancel culture. Everything is made in America. Everything is American made and it's, it has American values of hard work instilled into it. And if you don't know if your if your loved ones would want something, you can definitely get them a gift card. If you use code NOAA, that's 10% off. That's patriotscraftman.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So we're going to go over maskless celebrities who were hypocritical. Uh, this is over the Daily Wire via Amanda Prestigiacomo. Numerous celebrities and left-wing politicians were out having a lovely time at this year's Super Bowl in L.A. County, and they were notably without masks. SoFi Stadium, where the Super Bowl was played, had as a rule that masks are required indoors and outdoors during events with more than 5,000 people. Trust me, there were more than 5,000 people there. Among those partying it up maskless were Charlize Theron, who I've never heard of, Jennifer Lopez, Ben Affleck, Jay-Z, Ellen Jenner's Will Ferrell, Dwayne Johnson, a.k.a. The Rock, among others. And there's pictures of all of them, Ryan Reynolds, LeBron James, LaFraud James, Mark Wahlberg, um, Drake was there. Um, and, and social media quickly erupted with criticism, highlighting that school children, children in L.A. are still required to wear masks at school. Some also pointed out specific celebrities' personal flip-flop on the hypocrisy of masks. For example, Theron in the past posted to her Instagram, wear a damn mask, don't be an ass. Carrie Lake pointed this out. Carrie Lake will be a great governor in Arizona in a couple of months whenever she's elected. Um, any Saying any virtual virtue signaling mask tyrants who order us and for our kiddos to wear masks, useless and filthy masks should, as punishment, wear masks from here on out. Not a bad idea. The Rock, who was spotted maskless to the Super Bowl, slammed politicians who told public that masks are a personal choice. He said, wear your masks. It baffles me that some people out there, including some politicians, will take this idea of wearing masks and make it part of a political agenda. It has nothing to do with politics. Wear your mask. It is a fact, and it is the right thing to do, not only for yourself, but for your family and your loved ones, and also for your fellow human beings. And there was uh, this this guy, you might have heard of him, named Eric Garcetti, who's the mayor of Los Angeles, who was spotted maskless. Garcetti just last week was widely mocked when he was photographed maskless at the stadium for the NFC Championship and assured critics he was holding his breath. Some on the left have suggested that the science has changed and masks are not necessary. However, the science seems to have been impacted by politics. At the start of the pandemic, public health officials like Dr. Fauci told people not to wear masks before quickly promoting mask mandates on the public, including children. Now the CDC has admitted that loosely woven cloths products provide the least protection. The general outrage at the inconsistency about masks exploded online. Clay Travis said, here's the video of every celebrity without a mask during the Super Bowl, but every kid in California will have to be wearing them tomorrow in school. They must all be holding their breaths the entire games. Shout out, Clay Travis. Met him once. Nice guy. Celebrities and rich people are allowed to not wear masks. Common in Tim Pool. It's just the poors who have to wear it because they are unclean. 
Shout out Tim Pool. Great tweet. Of course, celebrities and politicians didn't wear masks at the Super Bowl, Janice Dean wrote. Smart person. Hollywood is awful part two. Zero masks, she captioned photos. P.S. I don't care that they aren't wearing masks. Just let the rest of us do the same, especially our kids. Truth story. She posted about eight photos of celebrities with no masks. Kids in California are still having to wear masks. Disgusting. And it showed, it was a video from Libs of TikTok that showed many people wearing masks. Somebody said, uh, Justin Spiro said, seeing 71,000 maskless screaming fans at Super Bowl made me very worried about the COVID spread. But then I remember that five-year-olds will have cloth, fat, cloth masks on their face tomorrow, so crisis averted, we'll all be safe. Bethany Mandel said, if nobody minds wearing a mask, why is nobody wearing them at the Super Bowl? Jenna Ellis said, LA just held an indoor event for four hours with 75,000 people, including the mayor, with no masks or social distancing. This is the same LA County that threatened jail time for an 82-year-old pastor for having church service indoors. Are you paying attention yet? This is also LA County that will force masks on children for eight hours Monday morning, petty tyranny must end. And I agree. And all these people, shout out to them for, for doing actually big J journalism. Because we need to fight against these stupid people. Seriously, if you think kids should have to wear masks, but Eric Garcetti shouldn't because he supposedly held his breath the entire time, I have zero respect for you. We need to put, we need, we need to fight for kids' rights to uh, to party without masks on because it's important. Really, we're, we're, this is it should be a lot of people call it child abuse. It is if kids have to wear masks, but LaFraud James doesn't. It's child abuse. I don't care. That's what I said. All right, that's enough for today. I'll see y'all back here tomorrow. Peace out.